You're listening to the Lifted Life Podcast. We created the show to help you live Lifted Life. Welcome back, everybody. It's episode 86 of the Lifted Life Podcast. And today we are talking about having what you want and wanting what you have. What comes to mind for you, Mr. Lifted? Um, those should be synonymous, but they may not be. <laughs> um. I drew a total blank right at the beginning of the show. I just went <laughs> blank. Don't point to me, and then I pointed to you. Okay, well, so did you did you get well, your, did you get your bearings back together? Back. Um, <laughs> I think a lot of people it's easy to focus on what you want. I want to have this, but I don't. And I think what you're saying is that um, appreciate what you have or like what you have, so that you can pay the way to have what you want. I mean, I don't, I haven't said anything yet. I just said the show title, so. <laughs> <laughs> We're like super amateurs today. Rook, rookie show. Um, oh it's been a busy weekend, yeah. so we're just, we're, we're bringing it in here. Mm-hmm. We're getting it together. So I think the main reason I wanted to talk about it is because, as we always do, we take took a look at what's going on in our life. And one of the things that's going on is potentially wanting to move or live in a different home. And I find it's really interesting what happens in my mind when I decide I'd like to move. I say, forget about this place. (laughs) You're dead to me. (laughs) You're done. I'm done here. And I don't want it to be that way because the journey to creating another home that we live in could potentially be a long drawn out process. Maybe we'll build something that'll take two years. Maybe we'll find the perfect place for us someday in 84 years (laughs) and so i've noticed within myself that i'm very much this or that very much all in or nothing or everything and so it was a really great example for an area that i could embrace some a new way of thinking about it so 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 what i find funny about that is we've noticed that i trail emotionally by about a week of what you do in some cases behind right behind yeah definitely (laughs) behind in this case you've been kind of talking about a new home for a while yeah and you get excited about new things and you love change i'm the opposite but you were or and and you even get to correct me i corrected myself Mm -hmm. and um you had been talking about this for a while and i had been saying yeah one of these days maybe when we find the perfect home and then you had the great idea of let's go look at some homes and which we got to do because we had your mom in town yeah so she was with the kids so we, we got to got a day date we had had in a while and the kids said what's a day date a date during the day <laughs> i think at least like a date during the day <laughs> so anyways we went looked at some homes and what was the feeling about after we saw the home Actually, we only saw one home, I think. Yeah, we wanted to go into the other one, but we couldn't find it, and we got hungry. <laughs> These things happen. Yeah. Um, but I felt deflated afterwards because I realized that in order for all of the stars to align and everything to be right of things that you like and I like and all the criteria to be met, it would take a freaking miracle. <laughs> and I just felt so deflated. And then I did this thing where I'm like, that's it. We're just going to really... We're just really going to embrace the home we currently live in. We're going to start taking better care of it. We're going to start, you know, doing those loose ends that 
are accumulating that we just haven't really had any interest because when your heart's not in it and you've already started to move on like I have, I'm like, I'm done with this. Now, the whole funny thing is that, of course, when you try to sell your home, a realtor says, you need to fix this, 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 and mm-hmm. this, and then you fix it all up and you're like, dang it, now the house looks good. But anyway, we had kind of mentally and emotionally checked out or maybe we've just, it's been a season of our life where we've given more attention to the kids and our business. Mm-hmm. This has not been a season of, of the home it's been a season of kids and business. So the emotionally trailing part was that's where you ended up with it. And I ended up with maybe we could move. Maybe this is <laughs> this is probably a good idea. Maybe we should move. And then like, we had a I'm, weird energetic clash because I was like, this is never going to happen. And you're like, I finally saw it. Now I'm seeing how it could happen. And I'm like, catch up to me next week and you'll see <laughs> this ain't going to work. The preview of next week. This yeah. doesn't work Just out. take a look at what I'm going through because that's the preview of next week. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So anyway. But I think what kind of led us to is um, like, I feel like still to this day, it's hard to um, think about, I want more. Like I always want more. Like, can't you be satisfied? Can't you enjoy what you have? And I think it's no. It's always going to be no. Because as humans, we expand. We always want more. But it's how can okay you simultaneously appreciate yeah. and so that's embrace? The magic. Yeah, that's the magic. How can I simultaneously appreciate, enjoy, and relish in all that I've created and all that is in my experience while simultaneously allowing myself the expansion of more or different. I think that oftentimes we we can almost put ourselves into a rut of, can't you just appreciate what you have? And then also we can put ourselves into a rut of, I'll be happy when, blank. Mm-hmm. If only this, then I'll be happy. If I had a bigger house, then I'd be happy. If I had more money, then I'd be happy. And if we can see that for the mind illusion that it is, then we can escape that rut and the other rut of not appreciating how far we have come and how much we have created. But don't you think, or at least I think when you appreciate what you have, you're paving a way to get more. That's going to be the byproduct of appreciating what you have is more because you're going to want more. Right. So how do you have what you want? You appreciate it. Mm -hmm. What you have. How do you want what you have? You appreciate it. I think it starts with appreciation. Mm -hmm. It doesn't stop there, though. If you allow it to stop there and just, well, I appreciate what I have. Some people have nothing. Look what I have. Mm -hmm. How dare I potentially want more? Like That's when we start to get in our own way of expanding and creating even more. So we start with appreciation, but we don't stop there. We start with appreciation, and then we lean into desire for whatever it is we desire. So the desire is the byproduct of the appreciation. So you're appreciating what you have, then these new ideas start coming. I think I felt that way, like, how dare I want another home? Don't I know how hard it was to get this home and how it was a stretch for us, how much time we put in this home? But that's true, but we've also expanded and we've become something else that desires more. Right. I think the other crazy thing is when we moved out of our last home, we had been there seven years. Yeah. And now we've been here seven years. And so we do have a bit of the seven-year itch. I don't know if it's a thing with houses or just life in general or just within marriage. I don't know. Uh, For us, it is with the house. So, um, yeah, I think that that really key component that we wanted to 
express and talk about today is that idea of how to have what you want and how to want what you have and then also allow yourself to want more because I think if we start to play this game of guilt or shame or how dare you or that is what will keep you stuck in that scarcity mindset more than anything else is not allowing yourself to have those desires our kids are great examples we buy them things and then they want more things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. They don't I, ever just say like, you know, I don't think I'll ever want anything ever again because you bought me this. <laughs> right. They continually show us how it, to want more. And then we make an effort to show them how to appreciate what you have. Mm-hmm. And then all the while, try not to ruin them completely that they might have a scarcity mindset of, oh, this is all I'm going to get ever. So balancing that delicate line. As I sit here, I'm just saying that it's obviously a natural byproduct um, when you appreciate something to want more because you normalize it and you want more. Right. Then you mention our children and I think about how they always want more and it's annoying. But that's the right thing. I mean, that's the right way to go about it. Right. In my opinion. Well, I think that what maybe you would say would be frustrating is if they don't appreciate or value or enjoy what they've created. Mm -hmm. If on the other hand, they are just so into what they've manifested or created or or bought, if you will, and they take good care of it and they express appreciation for it and they enjoy it. And then they want more. It's kind of like, Oh, well that seems legit because look how much enjoyment that's brought. Mm -hmm. So uh, continually our children model for us all that we still (laughs) have to learn. All right, let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsor of this week's show. As always, the Lifted Life podcast is brought to you by Lifted Naturals. That's us. We are the co-hosts of this podcast and the co-founders of Lifted Naturals. Uh, This week's uh, sponsor is Redoxy. As you know, we have 300 milligrams and 1000 milligram dosages, same product, just two different doses. And this review is for the 1000 milligram dosage. So I don't know if this person was already taking some vitamin C and then they found ours, or if they um, just weren't super sensitive and were fine with going straight to the 1000 milligram. I do typically say if you're new to vitamin C, the 300 milligram dosage is the perfect intro dose. Uh, this reviewer said, I like this company. I've used this company's mood boosting probiotic and I really like them. I feel like it's difficult to judge the quality of vitamin C as it works more in the background, supporting so many bodily symptoms, systems, excuse me. I don't feel its effects directly, but I trust this company for good quality. So that of course means a lot to us. I can sort of relate to that. It's more of a subtle effect that I feel with mood and energy, but it's not just this drastic super pill that you take and then you feel. And so uh, this customer's review obviously means a lot to us and we appreciate their trust and their time that they took to share this. So all products are available on Amazon and also directly from our website. So back to the show. Today on the Lifted Life podcast, we're exploring where we are, which is wanting more, but also appreciating what we've created. Um, what comes to mind too is my German heritage. Um, we booked a flight for Germany quite a while back, way before anything with Corona times. And now we're kind of in a pickle with figuring out if we'll even be allowed to go legally. Even if we are legally allowed to go, do we really want to do that based on everyone being uncomfortable and all of that? But it's top of mind about Germany because as I think about, you know what, I'm just going to take 
care of this home and really shine it up, buff it up and make it beautiful, that's very much uh, something I've seen modeled again and again by all of my German family. They really take care of what they have. And to some extent, they usually stay in that place. Not all people, because when you rent, you can move around, but Mm -hmm. the style of how they live in their homes is very different than how we do it. I've been talking a lot. How about you tell everybody how they live in their homes? Um, it's funny because um, it feel like like they have a lot of attention to detail, and they're very proud of um, the things that they have and the things that they own, and they will go to great detail to keep it clean, keep it well maintained, taken care of. Um, it seems like they have a place for everything. There's always like a special tool for that thing <laughs> that they're doing for that one time. But also they don't have a lot of space. So that's... Yeah. So they're very efficient with the way that they store their things. I also meant the family setup of how the homes... Oh. That's kind of what I meant. Typically, the way I understand it is a family will buy a home and it stays in... The the home will stay in the family for many generations and the homes are very expensive to build. But they are built in a way that the structure will last forever or a long, long, long time. But the inside they can change as, as the fashion changes or as the what's popular changes yeah and then also the style of the stairwell being a connector mm-hmm. to different levels and mm-hmm. each level being its own apartment in a sense yeah, it seems like like your uncle for example he kind of because there's 11 children in the family they all couldn't live in the same home so there's 12 children my mom is one of 12 okay so he's one of 12 yes. he spun off and built his own home but like you said, it's usually in, in their case it was three stories, and um, the stairwell connects the levels. So he was able to rent out one section because it was just him and his wife. So they were able to get some income from that while they're building their home or paying their home off. And then eventually they had children, and then their children moved into that space where they rented. Yeah, which so- sounds weird to us because you wouldn't want to live with your parents for a long time. But, but- for them, it's so separate that it. Yeah, and I think that not everybody does that, but the Mm -hmm. homes are built in that way that you Mm -hmm. either um, will rent it to someone or you expand your family into that space. Uh, We were actually looking at a modern built home here in the Mm -hmm. Kansas City area that had a stairwell that was separate that you could connect to the different floors. And we love that so much because it gave that German vibe. I guess if you haven't been to Germany and it doesn't, it's not resonating with you. It's not a staircase like you would traditionally have as like a stairwell, like an apartment would have. Yeah. And you literally can um, isolate the the levels of the home. Yeah. And it's always funny. I've always felt weird talking about this because I assume it's like that all over Germany (laughs) since I have 11 aunts and uncles who all have homes that we've been to that are like that. Yeah. So I can't necessarily, it's not like I've studied the absolute culture, but even Mm. when we went and seen other people, that's That's generally the vibe. General setup. Not always though, but anyway, there's something about the way that they take care of what they have that's very inspiring to me. And I always come home from those trips to Germany, which we went two years ago and stayed four weeks and I've been dozens of times, maybe not dozens, 20 I don't know how many times. I've been a lot. I've been a lot since we've been together. And as an adult, every time I come home from being there, I just can't wait to tend to my home because the way they take care of what they have is so inspiring to me. And so I had a wave of that yesterday when I was realizing it's going to be light years before we can both land on something that we both like. 
whether it comes to the neighborhood. And that's one of the reasons we love where we currently live because we go on a lot of family walks or even just walk. Like when the kids were in school, you and I would do walking meetings mm-hmm. throughout the neighborhood. And we just love the neighborhood because the homes are hundred, a hundred years old. The trees are probably just as old. I've never really thought to ask how old the trees are, but I'm guessing they would tell you I'm about a hundred also. I'm guessing they are. Yeah. So they're just old, big, beautiful trees and it just you feel connected to nature even though you're very much living in the city so one of the reasons i feel like the move decision is really difficult is because not just the home we're in but the neighborhood that we're in and we love this neighborhood and so i was struck with this feeling of it's not going to happen that we line up with it but what if we just really started to take care of what we had and i had that weird feeling of is it possible to want what I have and have what I want at the same time. Is it possible to want to live in this home, but also be totally cool with moving if the opportunity came? And that's something I'm not very good at, that I like to know what's what I'm working towards. And mm-hmm. you've pointed out and I've pointed out that generally once I decide I want something, mm-hmm. It's kind of like Better get out of the way because it's coming. Game over. I'm bulldozing <laughs> until I get it uh-huh. to some extent. And so having this unique feeling of really being excited about living here, but also being excited about moving, feels kind of uncomfortable because it doesn't feel like the solid, purposeful direction. And that's when I kind of realized that the solid, purposeful direction is to appreciate my life experience for exactly what it is. And that is something that's continually evolving. So that means being okay with staying and appreciating everything and being okay with leaving and appreciating that experience and coming at it from this place of whichever I choose to pursue or we decide to create, I can appreciate it and enjoy it no matter which way it goes. So I'm sitting here thinking, I just keep thinking over and over and over what you appreciate appreciates. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, man, if you believe that and you really, does that mean I don't appreciate this home? Is that why we can't find one that works for us? <laughs> or if I, if that is true and I start really appreciating this home and we really start kind of doing the German thing of making it ours and fixing it up and will we find a home faster and will, will so we many. want it? <laughs> or are we just going to be happy here? Yeah. I think it's okay not to know. But I think it's a good problem to have. The missing component is to appreciate it so thoroughly that you just almost feel like you're going to freak out with appreciation. That's what's been missing. Mm-hmm. Instead, we've been living on, oh, it's not quite big enough. Oh, we only have one full bathroom. Oh, and listing off all the problems. And there yeah. are some solutions we could create. Mm-hmm. Finishing the basement here is one of them. Um, that's a big one of them yeah. <laughs> that we just kind of keep going eh, back and forth on. Uh, but what's really been missing in order for us to have what we want and want what we have is that starting point of appreciation. And so we think that, um, or I think that I won't speak on your behalf, that when you allow that starting point to embody your experience so fully, it will lead to the next best thing for you Mm -hmm. to start with appreciation. And that is how you have what you want and want what you have to fully appreciate it. And if that means appreciate letting it go and appreciate it becoming someone else's experience, so be it. But first to fully embody it. I think you're right. I think I took this podcast to realize that maybe I have kind of normalized this home and kind of lost its appreciation for it. 
Yeah. And it's not about what this home is. If it's worthy of our appreciation, that's irrelevant. Wow. Whether you live in an apartment that is definitely too small for your current situation, you can still find ways to yeah. appreciate it and to allow that appreciation to fully flood every experience until you evolve to the next obvious step of what it is that you're meant to do next. I like it. I didn't know I was going there. Yeah. I bet but people weren't, didn't see this coming. Didn't see that one coming. Talk about their house the whole time. I, there's <laughs> hidden nuggets. I really think so. All right. So I think that's a wrap. This was episode 86 of the Lift Life podcast. If you haven't already, be sure to click over to liftednaturals.com where we have a whole bunch of blog posts and other information about our company, how we got started. And uh, also you can find us over on social media. We're on Instagram and Facebook, our private Facebook group. It's free. You can join us there, The Lifted Life. And then of course there's our email list you can join, which keeps you connected, gets you 15% off your first order from our website. Be sure to check all that out. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week on The Lifted Life Podcast.